Hello, welcome to another episode of Hope with Danny, a podcast dedicated to inspire listeners everywhere with weekly stories and personal testimonies from our wide range of guests. I'm your host, Danny Daniel, and thank you for listening. Well, here we are again, another episode of Hope, and I hope it's inspiring to you. You know, our mission is to share hope with all our variety of weekly guests and give you stories of inspiration. Uh, So we hope we'll do that today. Um, Mark that word hope. You can hardly uh, say a sentence without using the word hope. I don't care where you are or what you're doing. Uh, So it's a pretty important word in the English language, and it's our one of our most important words. I want to mention before we get started uh, our business and charitable partners. They're very important to us because we do support them, and we want them to support you. Uh, the business partners, the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce and the Oconee Area Chamber of Commerce, we do that for a reason, because they're able to spread our word, and we're able to spread their events and their words, and we work together very closely. The charitable partners are Lydia's Place, which is right here in Athens, the Wounded Warrior Project, St. Jude's Children's Hospital, and we're going to hopefully expand that to the Atlanta Children's Hospital sometime, the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, very important uh, partner in the Camp Southern Ground. Uh, that's a camp specifically to uh, help veterans uh, that are trying to get jobs and not post-war because some of them are not in wars, but uh, they need help uh, to get back into the swing of things. So there we are. Uh, support those folks as we support them as well. Uh, we're fortunate to have a guest today. Uh, that I found out about. His name is Worth McFall. He's a senior at the University of Georgia, going to graduate in December, and he's an entrepreneur, and he's founder of Somewhere Waffle. Uh, I really believe in entrepreneurs because if you don't have new ideas, I think America's going to falter a little bit. Uh, Worth, glad to have you this morning. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. you are an entrepreneur because I don't know if anybody's ever done this. You can get waffles at a lot of restaurants across the country, but you can't get them in a, a conversion van uh, with all the bu- bills and bells and whistles that you have. Uh, you know, I believe that great ideas uh, usually fall short because there's not enough vision, there's not enough patience, and then there's not enough persistence. Uh, I had a a teacher at the University of Georgia, it was an accounting teacher that looked, told me, said, you're the most persistent student I've ever had. Well, that got me through accounting, so I guess it worked pretty good. Uh, but, you know, I, I'll let you start here, but I, I wanted to remind our listeners that Hope with Danny started as a great idea because everybody needs hope and everybody has a story. And this is Worth McFall's story. So tell us how you got this idea started, Worth. Yeah. Um, so it was about three years ago, my sister had moved to Los Angeles. She's a travel nurse. Um, so before school started, I, I went to go visit her and we went to a movie in the park and they had a lot of food trucks. And I, I just saw the lines of people, you know, what they were selling wasn't, you know, super extravagant. I said to myself, you know, I think I could do this. You know, these guys are doing it. A great job. Um, and I, I've had a lot of thoughts like that before, just like, oh, yeah, I could do that. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Um, but this idea stuck around a little bit longer. And I then met um, someone through a gap year program I did who started their own food trailer. 
and their dad helped them renovate the food trailer and they did it, you know, for a low cost. And I said, oh, you know, I can make that happen, too. And so after a few months, the idea went away. Um, and then about eight months later, I I saw an Airstream van. And my original thought was when I if I started this food truck, I wanted to renovate an Airstream. Um, and once I saw this Airstream, it was renovated into a conference room. And once I saw that, I said, hmm, maybe I want to do that food truck thing. You know, maybe I actually want to do it. And so I listened to that thought because typically if I have an idea of, oh, I can do this, it comes and it goes. But this one had stuck around and then it came back. Well, it so, stuck uh, around for a reason, uh, I think, yeah. because it was important to you to fulfill your dream. And that dream yeah. was very small to start with. Let me ask you, what is the difference between a food trailer and a food truck? So a food trailer um, is pulled behind any type of vehicle that has a hitch on the back of it. So it, it can't actually, um, you know, drive itself. But a food truck is, you know, an old shipping truck or like my, my van, a Dodge Sprinter van, something that actually is technically mobile. Okay. I understand a little bit better now. Uh, you're not near as no mobile as if you had to hook up a trailer and go somewhere. Mm -hmm. So that yes, makes sir. good sense. I, I will inter, interinsert here, interject that my brother Lee Epton uh, has come up with these ideas of taking a whole tractor trailer uh, and filling it as a kitchen, converting it as a kitchen, yeah. and taking to these uh, to these disaster areas. So mm -hmm. uh, he's kind of expanded on that idea a little bit. But I like starting small and building up to something big. Uh, yeah, why? yes, sir. Why in the world would you pick uh, chicken and waffles now? Yeah, so, you know, once I finally decided to start it, I, I wanted it to be waffle-based. Um, and the reason why is because we always ate waffles for every Christmas, every birthday in my family. My mom would use her own waffle recipes, so I loved waffles. And uh, my sister, she's six years older than me. When she got to high school, she, my mom started doing Waffle Wednesday. So at 7 a.m. every Wednesday, all my sister's friends would drive over um, before school and eat waffles. And then my brother got into high school and his friends came. And then I got into high school and my friends came. So we just had this tradition of waffles. And I just loved waffles. Um, and when I was in middle school, I discovered chicken and waffles. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. And so after going through a few different waffle ideas, I was like, I worked at Chick-fil-A in high school. I know how to bread some chicken. I've got a good waffle recipe. I'm just going to do chicken and waffles. Well, your mom probably appreciated that because you used her recipe, I would think. Yeah, there's there's no better recipe. Well, how so, in the world you get uh, your friends or relatives or anybody else to get up and come to your mom's house at 7 o'clock in the morning? It must be a good recipe. Yeah, it, it, it was. You know, that's what I always think back. You know, how how did those waffles get so many people in our kitchen that early in the morning. Um, but it was a combination of friends getting to sit down with friends and eat together and good waffles. Well, now what about your mom? Is she still with us? Yes, she is. Uh, she's, she's rocking and rolling. She's about to start her first day as a teacher tomorrow. So that's exciting. 
it doesn't get any better being a teacher, a teacher that has good, strong convictions and loves her kids. Now, you know, that's the ticket here. Uh, what grade does your mom teach? She's going to be teaching high school. Um, she's going to be teaching some business classes. So I think she'll have a mix of an elective class. So she'll have a mix of different students. Well, what better way to bring these kids up uh, into the business world and teach them business in, at that age? Uh, mm-hmm. And so I, I know you're proud of that. What's her uh, name? Her name is Stephanie McFall. Thank you, Stephanie, for doing that, for your venture. Uh, now, let's go to uh, the uh, truck. Now, mm-hmm. Where did you get the truck? How did you find the truck? And was it already a food truck? So it was not already a food truck. Um, my dad is a is a car guy, very, very handy, very smart. Um, and he he has bought cars off of SCA auction. And so that's what I started looking on. Um, so Christmas break of 2019, I was every day looking at different types of um, shipping vans to see if I could, you know, get one for a decently low cost and turn it into a food truck. You found the uh, truck that you liked at the price you liked. Now, the problem was it was in New York. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Well, how are you going to get it from New York down to Athens, Georgia? So my idea was that I was going to fly up to Buffalo, New York by myself, and I was going to drive the van all the way back down here to Georgia. And my dad was not very keen of that idea, but, you know, I was pretty persistent on doing it. So instead of getting it shipped down here, um, which would have been $1,500, I was going to fly up there and drive it down here. So your plane ticket wasn't that bad, right? Yeah, it might have been $200. Um, And so, you know, I I wanted the adventure piece of going to get this van and driving it all the way back to Georgia myself. Well, you might have the adventure of seeing some other maybe food trucks, I don't know, but some other opportunities in the food uh, business that would help you do the right thing as well. How did you know it was the right truck to get? I didn't. Um, I was just, we found a good price and I'd seen, you know, this, this Sprinter van renovated into food trucks before. So, you know, we, we looked at it online and we said, okay, you know, it has a little rust damage, um, but it, it can, it's, it can drive. So I said, I'm going to get it. And that's what happened. Okay. You didn't care what the miles were. You'd find somebody to make it go further, uh, if you needed Mm -hmm. to, to work on that engine, but you you had a mission, I guess, more yes, than sir. anything else. Uh, so how did it drive back to Georgia? Um, well, it didn't. So I, I got up there, and um, the tire was flat. So I kind of worked on pumping up the tires, and I was I was in the lot of the car place and trying to do some test things on it, make sure you know there's enough engine oil in it, all the fluids were good. Um, and I, I was on the phone with my dad, and he was like, okay, just drive it around the block and just see if it will, you know, see how the brakes are going, see how fast you can go. So I was driving around. The the brakes were just completely rusted out, and so I was scared to go 40 miles an hour. I was like, I don't know if this thing's going to be able to stop if I can go that fast. But he's like, okay, just see if you can get it to 40. And so I was like, yeah, I can get it to 40. 
Um, and after probably about two hours, I decided to drive it off the lot. So I um, stopped to get some gas. But when I stopped, was driving to get gas, I realized that it didn't go 40 miles an hour. It only went 30 max. It couldn't go faster than 30 miles an hour. So I was like, well, I'm already off the lot. There's only one thing to do, and that's to drive it home. So oh, tell drove, me you drove 30 and 40 miles an hour all the way from Buffalo to Athens, Georgia. I tried to. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I got a, I get an hour on the, an hour on the interstate, only 30 miles and a cop pulls me over. Um, rightfully so, because I wasn't going the minimum speed and he pulled me over, kind of just chewed me out and said, you know, you could kill someone going this slow um he's like i'm calling the tow truck you're paying for it and he he's towing you off the interstate and he says i'm going to be a mile down the road so i'm going to see if you drive past me so a tow truck came and um towed me off the interstate so i spent the night in a motel that night and so better than spending a night in jail isn't it yeah no, that's exactly <laughs> right um so the idea you know, the next morning I was going to take it to a Dodge dealership because since it was only going 30 miles an hour, what we figured is that it just wasn't shifting gears. It was having a tough time shifting out of first gear. So I took it to a Dodge dealership and um, what they said is, you know, like, yeah, we can get you in here, but it's going to be four days. And so I was like, four days. So I'm going to have to be here for four days. That's going to drive up my cost a lot of just being here. Um, so I drove it, I drove it away and I said, okay, I'm just gonna, cause on, on the, the way, the ways map, you can click only back roads. So that's what I did. So I clicked only back roads and from Buffalo to Georgia, it's only 14 hours, but when you're on back roads, it's 30 hours. Oh my. So I said, okay, I can do this. I had an air mattress. I had a few blankets. I was going to sleep in the back of the van do what i had to do so i i was driving you know i was on my i was on my way and three miles down the road um the rotator belt popped off and the power steering went out so i pulled it over into a motel parking lot and i said yep this is it <laughs> there's no way i can get this no way i can fix this myself and you know we had already kind of talked to a transporter who ships vehicles to see how much it would be. I was like, okay, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to ship this thing home. So uh, I paid the, the motel owner $40 to let me keep my van in the parking lot for a day. And the transporter came and picked it up and I bought a ticket to fly home that night. Good night. And, I, I, I've heard of bumps in the road, but this was really bumps in the road. They were very much challenges <laughs> to you and to your project, but you were an overcomer. Yeah. I love overcomers. They are the mm -hmm. ones that make the world uh, go around. So you got, got it here, and then you got it worked on, and then you begin to make that, that conversion, right? Yes, yes, sir. Um, so we got here in January, the very beginning of January of 2020, and it was july 13th of 2020 is when we it was officially good to go and we could start serving food out of it um and so 
for the most of the time, you know, the first few months, it was making sure that the vehicle could run how it was supposed to. We still had a problem, you know, getting it over 40 miles an hour. Um, but we have some friends at Bud's Bins in Douglasville, Georgia, who helped us work on it. And it drives perfectly fine now. Um, it can drive at normal speed. It's reliable. And then once that was taken care of, we worked on renovating the inside. So my dad helped me pretty much every single day after work, fixing the inside of it and figuring out how to turn this food truck. I mean, this van into a food truck. Well, I want to remind everybody that we're talking with Worth McFall. He's the proprietor and innovator of Somewhere Waffle, and we're glad to have him. He's doing something that he has a passion for, and therefore it's going to work. Uh, I don't know how in the world you go to school and work on something like this on the side. I, I, I went to school, made it through somehow or another, but uh, my other education was at the Phi Delta Theta fraternity. I was the pledge trainer, so I don't— I wasn't doing what you're doing, but we're going to make it work because you're on the right track. Uh, mm-hmm. So you got it working. Uh, you start serving, I guess, in the evening hours uh, and uh, COVID-19 or whatever they call that thing. Uh, you persevered and you're still selling uh, waffles. Yes, sir. Uh, what is the dream of somewhere waffle. Uh, Where do you want to go with it? What are your next steps? Mm -hmm. Um, So the dream for somewhere waffle is ultimately to take food on an adventure. And when I, when I say that it doesn't necessarily sound like it has anything to do with like any, anyone, any other goal besides just me wanting to do that. But the real goal is to provide an opportunity for handfuls of people to take food on an adventure through Somewhere Waffle. Um, For us to be real people, having real interactions, to create real moments. So you want to take some people with you and maybe you go to uh, Texas or Wyoming, wherever else you're going to go, and they're going to have an adventure as you sell uh, waffles. Close, but not exactly. Our goal is to franchise the food truck for to provide other people the same dream and the same opportunity to take food on an adventure um to make it bigger than just one food truck but to have two ten fifty hundred of them boy i I like your uh mission i like your dreams uh you know most small businesses uh fail because uh, they don't have a lot of persistence or patience or uh, the thing that you have that's you're not going to be a you're going to be an overcomer. You're not going to let anything stop you. And I uh, certainly applaud you for that. Uh, what about selling food now? Uh, when do you sell it? Uh, where at the University of Georgia campus until you start uh, advancing, uh, graduating from UGA in December? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. We typically do private catered events. So we've done a few events for the University of Georgia, the football team, a few different film crews, birthday parties, graduation parties, work events, you name it, we'll, we'll cater it. Um, and for the public, we, we will partner with Southern Brewing um, in the Monroe location and the Athens location. 
to pop up there for the public to come. Well, Southern Brewing is uh, fairly new, but they've got mm-hmm. a beautiful facility out there, not only to serve uh, their beverages, but also to hook up with people like you to provide more opportunities to have fun. And I applaud sure. you from, for doing that. Uh, you know, life's journey to me, it should be 90% positive attitude and only 10% of the other that doesn't count. Uh, mm-hmm. you've kind of adopted that. You've got a positive attitude. There's nothing's going to stop you. Um, you look above, I hope, uh, to find some of your hope, as they say. Uh, and uh, I uh, applaud you for taking something that had so many bumps in the road, as we call them, and making it happen. Uh, because you've got a niche. It sounds like to me, you've got a niche that other people don't exactly have. You don't, you're not interested in serving hamburgers, hot dogs, uh, steak burgers, or anything like that. You're, you're the king of serving uh, good waffles, waffles that have chicken related to them. Uh, that's a niche that's going to work, I think. And, I hope so. And when you take food on an adventure, that's very, very interesting to me. Uh, I uh, applaud you for that, too. Uh, catering uh, has a great deal of uh, advantages rather than the onesie twosies type that mm-hmm. might come up to, to your to your uh, van. Uh, and if you hook up with a lot of catering opportunities, you can't help but be successful. Uh, it's just successful in the mix in uh, your mother Stephanie's waffle mix, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think you can bring your dreams to life uh, because your journey is well thought out. And your niche market is there, as I say. Where can they find out how to contact you and get you to do a uh, advanced catering with what they're doing? Yes, sir. So you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Somewhere Waffle. That is S O M E W H E R E um, Waffle W A F F L E, as well as you can email us at Somewhere Waffle at gmail.com okay we'll just say all the social media you're there yes sir uh and so there's no excuse for anybody that wants uh chicken and waffles not to find you on the internet and uh go enjoy what you're doing um mm-hmm. your, your chicken by the way i can see how you uh, cook your waffles i guess it's kind of a waffle iron type thing and you have the the great mix from your mom but do you fry your chicken what do you do about that yes sir so it's a uh... It's hand-breaded chicken in a um, homemade egg wash and a homemade batter. Oh, man, you're making me hungry already. Uh, thank goodness it's almost lunchtime here. So Yes, sir. Uh, I uh, I hope to eat what you serve and what you're going to be successful with in a near future because it sounds like to me that, well, anybody from anywhere, I wanted to say from the South, everybody from the South loves fried chicken. Everybody mm-hmm. from everywhere loves waffles, I, I guess. So you've got a great combination, uh, and it, it's uh, it's something that you will be successful at. Uh, I just hope that your dreams will come reality uh, because, again, of your persistence. Uh, you're putting uh, the hope of this dream into a bigger vision that's kept the wheels moving. That's an interesting thought that you've given me here. Uh, you're putting your hope into a bigger vision that has kept the wheels moving on your uh, food food van. It's not a food yes, truck. Sir. It's really a food van, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
and that's going to help to make you successful. Uh, I, uh, I'm uh, very interested in entrepreneurs. Uh, I guess I've been an entrepreneur with this hope with Danny uh, because I believe that everybody needs hope and everybody has a story. When you put those two together, it's kind of like what you're telling me today. You have a great hope story that uh, you've had some challenges, but you're going to overcome those and you're going to make it work for you. And I hope thousands of people that will eat your uh, chicken and waffles uh, and enjoy them uh, because other people might have a little fried chicken. Other restaurants mm-hmm. might serve waffles, but they don't serve them together the way you do it. And it's yes, just sir. not the same. Uh, so the only way you can find out is go to your somewhere waffle a van and get that great food and then tell everybody else to go there as well. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that you can do that with not a whole lot of advertising because you're advertising your reputation will speak for yourself as you go to all these uh, catering ventures and that sort of thing to make it happen for those. And then, you know, the best advertising has always been word, word of mouth. That's the very best. If if somebody went to your event, ate your, to an event, ate your chicken and waffles and told some other catering outfit, uh, then you're on your way. Uh, it's just going to mm-hmm. expand faster than you think. Uh, I, I, I guess you've got some type of protection, I hope, on your mom's recipe. Uh, nobody can do it exactly the way that you're doing it. And I think, again, you've got an opportunity to really uh, portray uh, what she was doing in a way for everybody else. Uh, she's a legacy, and hopefully you're going to be a legacy. Hopefully hopefully, I can carry her, her legacy on through through our food truck. Well, your great takeaway is you take food on an adventure with uh, mm-hmm. Somewhere Waffles, and I encourage everybody to go there to eat those uh, waffles and to really support uh, this guy named Worth McFall, who is a student at the University of Georgia that's going to make it big in the chicken and waffle business. Thank you so much for being with us today, and best of luck to you, Worth. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. It's been a pleasure. Subscribe to our social media and share your stories on the HopeWithDanny.com website. Remember, it's all about hope. I'm your host, Danny Daniel. This episode was recorded at Vega Studios.